Welcome to Life With Your Dog podcast. Our focus is educating dog owners, enthusiasts and dog trainers about ideas on how to train, manage, live and thrive with our dogs. To teach dogs to live in our society while our dogs teach us how to live in the now. I'm your host Panos Anagnostou. And I'm your co-host Luke Badman. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, we're back again for a short Q&A segment of our podcast. The question that I got today and was from actually one of my clients and they were wondering what's the best way to introduce two dogs, especially two dogs from not from the same pack, not from the same family. So if a friend was visiting or you're introducing a new dog to the home, the first thing that I think is really, really important is that we make sure that we meet the dogs out the front. Meeting the dogs out the front does a couple of things. Excitement levels when dogs walk into another home go through the roof. It becomes really crazy. Everything's really calm. Everything's really nice. It's ordinary. It's normal. And then before you know it, the door opens up or the doorbell rings. The dog gets excited. And before you know it, there's another dog in their face. And it can get really, really crazy mayhem from there. And then the issues that you you see if we just bring another dog straight into another dog's home is that the excitement gets so intense that it's very hard for the dogs to regulate and understand what they need to do. And if one dog's a little bit more timid or not sure how to interact with the other dog, then they can get scared. They can try to run away and retreat. And the other dog's jumping all over and carrying on and it gets a little bit too um, hard to manage and control. Also, if you see a dog that has potential aggression issues, then we bring a dog straight into the house, um, especially if they're off the lead. It just gets way too um, hard to make a positive experience. So meet your friend's dog out the front of your house. Keep the dogs on a short lead. Go for a walk first. Maybe go for a walk around the block or go for a decent, you know, 45 to an hour walk. And when you're out on the walk, um, don't let them interact, like in terms of sniffing and touching each other. Just allow your dog to follow you. Always best to follow a loose lead structured walk like how we teach. And that way there, after about five minutes of the dog trying to get to each other, they tend to normally ignore each other and focus more on the handler or their owner going for a walk up to the park, that's when you can put them on a long lead where they can interact and have a bit of an engagement, maybe have a bit of a play, sniff around, chase a ball together, and then you can walk back home. So following that 20-20-20 rule, 20 minutes structured walk, 20 minutes long lead free time, 20 minutes walk back home is the best way to get the dogs to understand and get to know each other. Or even if they do know each other, to show them that, hey, you can't play right now, you need to follow the humans first. So we can regulate that excitement. Let's not let them have 10 out of 10 excitement when they're with each other. Let's try to regulate it, maybe bring it down to a five or a four. Let them be a little bit more calmer. If they get to play in the park, that's awesome. If you don't have that luxury, if you're time poor or whatever, even going for a walk around the block, it just calms them down a little bit. And then coming into the home together, have them on the lead, walk into the backyard. That's when you can then let them have an interaction, let them have a little smell if they want to start to play and it's mutual. That's when you can then unclip the lead and then let them play. That way there, we're making sure that we're setting up the situation for success. We're making sure that we're controlling energy levels. We're maintaining one unit, one pack as we're walking together. And inside the house, there's a lot of resources, a lot of things that dogs like to possess and to own for themselves, like a bed or a person, their favorite spot in the house, food, toys, etc. So that walk just kind of deactivates some of that excitement helps regulate them so they can follow us. Then when we get back to the home, it's a happy walk from there. I see a lot all the time where, especially when someone has a puppy and they go, hey, let's do socialization. Let's bring your older dog around. What happens is, and it just happened this morning with a client, is that the puppy 
was already in the apartment. The older dog came in, probably about three or four years old, and the puppy was all over the older dog, and the older dog was just not happy about it. He was showing his teeth. He was trying to bite him. He was jumping on top of him. He was trying to retreat and run away, and the puppy does not know these social skills yet. He hasn't learned how to do that. So um, in that situation, if they went for the walk first and they came back, then at least that excitement levels have been decreased a little bit, which is easier to control. But then when you come back into the house and you find that the puppy's still a little bit all over the shop and the older dog is a little bit more reserved and relaxed, keep the puppy on the lead. Make sure that, that we're controlling the situation, we're setting up the puppy for success because he doesn't know what a dog showing their teeth is all about or they don't know what it means to be jumped on by another dog and to be um, bitten essentially. So we want to try to keep all of those dangers down in terms of having bad experience. We want to make sure the older dog is happy about coming into that home And also we have to show the puppy that we're in control of the situation. We're not going to let the dogs make the rules for themselves. You can do that and you can let the older dog give a puppy a social correction. And a lot of the time that's really appropriate, but we have to be in control of it. We can't let the older dog just keep bullying the, um, the puppy or not even bullying, but, um, showing inappropriate behavior because the problem with that is that we have so many issues that can arise. So keep that on board. Make sure that that's something that you guys are consistent with and keep regular activity make sure that you know when you are in the house and even if you have a timid dog for example or a dog that's potentially aggression aggressive well then if you have an aggressive dog there's no point making another pup try to engage with him straight away or another dog engaging with him set it up even if it means that your friend wants to come over and say hi and you have the dogs on the lead that's not a problem either. If the dogs don't want to engage into play in that one scenario, then make it a positive one. So the next time that he sees that other dog, they know that they go for a walk, they follow the humans, we come back together and we sit, someone sits on one side of the room, the other person sits on the other side of the room, both have their dogs. And then each time that you guys get to know and hang out with each other, we get closer and closer. Another problem, if pups just want to full play the whole time, that playing is not a problem. I think playing is an awesome thing. But one thing that's a problem is that if it's always about play, 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 is that they don't know how to be calm and be relaxed around each other. So impulse control is really, really important. Impulse control means that they're controlling their desire and temptation to do what they instinctively want to do. And um, we're doing that by a good routine, good structure, and, and effectively, that's what you learn through training. We're teaching the dogs how to follow us and engage with us. So keep these on board. Um, people that are listening to the short Q&A um, on the podcast, you can watch the video on our YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And if there's any questions, please leave a comment um, below or you know, shoot us an email. You can do that through our website, lifewithyourdogpodcast.com, or you can um, send us an email straight up at lifewithyourdogpodcast.com at gmail.com. So hope you're enjoying the podcast so far, and thanks for everyone for following. Much love and take care. Thank you for listening to another show of Life With Your Dog. Please like, rate and share if you're enjoying our podcast. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. For all dog training videos, tips and techniques, visit nooches.com.au. Thank you and stay tuned for next time.